In this morning's Tech Byte, Fujifilm launches Instax Mini Evo, new flagship instant camera. You'll soon be able to renew driver's licenses at the Gautrain. And automakers Ford and GM are getting into the chip-making business. Good morning and welcome to Stuff's Tech Byte, a quick wrap-up of all the local and international tech news you might have missed. Fujifilm has unveiled its latest offering, the Instax Mini Evo. This new digital camera, like a lot of the other Instax models, prints photos straight after you've taken them. This newest model has a retro feel complete with top-mounted dials and a film advance lever for the printing mechanism. The Instax Mini Evo features a 3-inch LCD screen to help you line up your shots. You can also preview pictures before you edit and print them. You'll be able to select from 10 lens effects and 10 film effects for a total of 100 different possible effect combos for your pictures. When you're ready to print, crank the film advance lever. Fujifilm says it's improved on the printing quality. While this is a flagship, we'll need to see that for ourselves. You'll be able to save up to 45 photos on the device itself, but that isn't that much. Luckily, it comes with micro SD card support as well. The camera features a 28mm f2.0 lens, allowing focal points of as close as 10cm. All this, and it prints too. The Instax range is known for shooting and printing with one device, but the Mini Evo features something new. Now you can save the shots you've taken to your smartphone. Or if you've got the shots on your smartphone, you can print them now directly with the Mini Evo and the Instax app, just like the Instax Mini Link. The Instax Mini Evo is expected to land here in SA early next year. Local price hasn't been announced yet. When it is, we'll update you. Thanks to a nationwide backlog of driver's license renewals at the driving license testing centers, 1,476,853 South Africans have expired licenses. That's a very specific number. With that in mind, Gauteng's Public Transport and Roads Infrastructure MEC, Jacob Mambabolo, gazetted changes that will allow the Gautrain to help service these people. This means the trusty Gauteng-based railway stations systems will function now as a DLTC in some respects. It won't have the ability or permission to test for driver's licenses, for example. It will be able to a. substitute a driving license of any code contained in an identity document, and b. issue new and duplicate driving license cards. The Gauteng MEC Jacob Mamabolo has delegated Gautrain to render DLTC functions. In terms of the provisions of Section 18 of the Road Traffic Management Corporation Act, out of the 10 functional areas driving licenses is of its competencies. However, the power vests with the MECs in the provinces to open DLTCs or delegate municipalities or other agencies to render these services, says Transport Minister Fikile Mbalula. It's important to note that the station will need permission from the provincial government before it can start issuing licenses. In addition, there's no indication of when Gauteng residents can start flocking to the train station to start queuing for that shiny new license card quite yet. As it stands, Gauteng accounts for 509,888 driving license cards not yet renewed followed by KwaZulu-Natal with a backlog of 242,170 cards and the Western Cape with 192,519 cards, according to Business Insider. The chip shortage is causing all sorts of changes in the tech world. Some items are harder to get, like game consoles, some cars are dumping features until supplies improve, and some car manufacturers, like Ford and GM, are becoming involved in the chip manufacture process. But the American automakers aren't setting up their own production plants. Instead, they're making deals with various established chipmakers to ensure that there's enough silicon to go around. Presumably just for themselves. They're probably not too concerned with BMW's current fate. Ford announced that it would team up with Global Foundries to create further semiconductor supply for Ford's current vehicle lineup, as well as begin joint research and development to address the growing demand for feature-rich chips to support the automotive industry. 
How the companies intend to do this is left murky, but Ford aims to develop chips for advanced driver assist systems, battery management and in-vehicle networking. The Global Foundries partnership will also benefit the automotive industry, at least according to Ford. That will involve expanded semiconductor manufacturing opportunities, which sounds like people will buy chips from us. GM, on the other hand, intends to work with several chip makers. Qualcomm, TSMC and others are all on the list, according to Bloomberg, as the vehicle manufacturer looks to simplify its semiconductor use. GM sees in-vehicle semiconductor usage more than doubling over the next few years and hopes to streamline the process before that happens. It hopes to develop a family of chips across three different manufacturers that would make installing microprocessors less complex. Both moves are positive. They could even pave the way for more affordable vehicle parts in the future. The electronic bits, anyway. And, just maybe, perhaps we might see a device that isn't a car powered by Ford or GM silicon. That would be something to see. Thanks for listening to Stuff's Tech Byte. We'll be back again tomorrow with all the local and international tech news you might have missed.